You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, which can only mean we're betting everything with wheels. What's going on, Steve? Arch, what's going on? Uh, it's, it's a good weekend coming up here. Uh, excited to come, be back with another weekend of full slate racing. That's right. And we also got Rory with us. What's going on, Rory? What is up? I wanted to come on tonight. I damn asked Phil, can I come on? He was like, absolutely. You can actually fill in for me. Apparently, he's uh, doing a little handicapping on some other sports. So <laughs> let's fucking go. Let's go. I got Rory's word. We're going to stay under 90 minutes tonight, too. So. <laughs> absolutely. And we have Arch on here tonight. So this is fucking awesome right here. Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't think of anywhere I'd rather be. Than hanging out with you two guys <laughs> i'm sure that's right I, I can't help but sense a little bit of sarcasm <laughs> in the voice well, there. there's, a, there's a couple places i'd rather be you know playboy mansion things like that but we'll put that off to the side for now steve last weekend man how about it oh yeah we have a little bit of talking to do about that um we had a couple races to uh get some action down on um I don't know. I didn't, I'm, a, I'm so a little bit at a loss for words on kind of what happened last week. Um, Xfinity <laughs> didn't go so well. Um, a few units down that. Uh, we did hit the outright on the cup side, though, after a lot of shenanigans with uh, tire wear, uh, mechanical problems. Just unfortunately, it's kind of been par for the course this, this year for this, for this racing product. Hmm. So what what happened? Have we heard? Has anybody come out and officially said what happened? Because I know it wasn't Goodyear blaming the the crews and all that. Yeah, it, it really, it's just like it's a blame game. It's it's back and forth. Like so, you know, Goodyear is saying it's the team's fault. The teams are saying the tire sucks. <laughs> Nobody really wants to take like full responsibility for the for what's going on out there. Unfortunately, and I I think it's a combination of both. You know it. Ultimately, the teams are looking for maximum speed. Uh, the, right, and you know the, the way to do that is kind of get your, your air pressures as low as possible. That damages the tire early on in the run. So, it, it, and then again on the Goodyear side, you have a new a new tire this year. The tire is wider. You know, it's it's bigger. It's wider. So they didn't do a whole lot of testing on it. So really, it's just. It, 
right now it's a big back and forth blame game going on. Rory, unmute yourself. And then tell us what you think. What happened Sunday? Well, basically, hey, uh, I haven't really figured it out, but it was a shit show. And it's a question mark between is Goodyear bringing a good product to the track or the teams being too aggressive trying to get a win and not being aggressive on the ones that aren't having blown tires and, and whatnot. But the one that hurt me was Chase blowing the tire out front. And he looked so good. And where he picked up more speed, putting more heat in the tire, it was just like leaders just blowing tires lap after lap. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Steve was just like, what in the fuck is going on like I was? <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, we. I'm glad you brought the fact up that it was mostly the leaders blowing tires because that, that kind of makes me feel like it. Is it, you know, is it, are they leading because their tire pressures are too low or are they blowing tires because they're going too fast with clean air? So once again, yeah, it's kind of like, who do you blame there? Right. Either the car is going fast, but you know, why is it going fast? Is it clean air or is it them kind of pushing the issue on the tires? Did so, the heat play a factor? I, at all? Did I, the heat play a factor at all in this one? Yes, I, I think so. And I also think that Goodyear and NASCAR will have this problem fixed by next year. Is this a, is this a next gen problem with the tires or is this just a Goodyear tire problem? I, I think it's a mixture of both between next gen with the bigger wheel and the lower profile tire versus the old tire with the inner liner in it. That's what they've been used to for years. This is brand new. Like I, I understand. I, I consider the NASCAR problem more right now with how the entire car is designed as far as taking hits in the ass versus Goodyear having a problem with tires. Like we've always seen blown tires in the past. So you can't really, you can't really blame Goodyear for planning on something. And then weather changes something that they were forecasting versus NASCAR has a real problem with the back end of the car right now. And it's too shout. It's too short. There's not enough space back there, and it's too rigid. These cars aren't even getting like damaged at all by like knocking the fucking wall down. You don't, you agree with that, Steve? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, this is what happens when really you only have again twenty twenty minute practice sessions every week. Mm, yeah, I saw and- a lot of people bitching about that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's part of the problem as well. And because this is we, Sunday, we're talking, we were talking 97 degrees, you know, outside and 130, 140 degrees inside the race car. The track <laughs> temperature, yeah, right around there. We haven't seen that kind of heat this year. So, and, and then the other issue is you have to set the car up for, you know, turns one and two differently than you do three and four because of the track reconfiguration. 
and that you know that changes how much load you're putting into the tire and you know three and four you've had the one and two most of the blowouts are in three and four so you combine all the, these different variables going on with a new car and you just 20 minutes doesn't feel like it's enough to give teams a good idea of what they got to do out there yeah i can feel you well you know one thing that i noticed was how conservative Denny Hamlin handled that race versus Chase stayed out and blew a tire leading instead of coming in and getting tires. Hamlin basically came in and got tires every chance he got. As in Ross, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, we're going to get out of this damn storm alive and we're going to try to make it on to the next round. And knowing that you have Talladega coming up, it's better to get out of the last race alive than it is to be dead and then be going to Talladega. And then also the Roval coming up. Like you're looking at three shit shows right in a row, basically. Yeah. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but for now let's, uh, focus on this weekend steve where are we going to start uh start our our, our card yeah uh I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow we got a, we got a double header uh it all starts at one o'clock, one o'clock eastern time um really we're looking at talladega and we're looking at talladega you're looking at, at long shots um i'm glad we have this show because uh we have some really, really long shots this week, and oh. I feel like if I wasn't uh, going on to this show to explain myself, uh, we might begin calling a bunch of morons. So <laughs> I'm glad I had this platform, and I appreciate it, Arch. Yeah, you can. You've you've got the platform, man. So we're looking at the uh, the trucks first, right? The can the uh, Chevy Silverado 250. Is that right? Yes, that's. I believe that is the sponsor. Yeah. yeah All right. That's it. So see, I'm, I, I like to speak to the people that have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm one of them. I have no idea what's going on. I don't even know the name of the fucking race, Arch. I'm just talking to the handicapper who's just following, blind following Phil and Steve like I do. And Rory. Oh, Rory's in the book club too now, you guys. You got to come check it out. Yeah, Y'all need to get on over there. That's right. All right. So where are we looking at, Steve? All right. So um, this is my favorite player of the week. I'm sorry, not with here. It's... um, Again, my, my outright card is pretty short uh, this week, so hopefully uh, Rory can kind of take over when I'm done taking my moon shots. <laughs> um, As Mark so in Mississippi would say. <laughs> that's it. So it's I'm starting that with Jack Wood. Uh, he is 250 to 1 Ooh. over on DraftKings. Um, this, is, uh, this number is way, way, way too long. So he's in a GMS truck this week. I mean, as is as he is every week. Um, even at the qualifying, if I'm looking at the odds right now, they are still at 251 for him on DraftKings. He qualified 14th, and he's had top 20 speed all season on the regular tracks. You know, they're not um, random like this. So he had a bunch of variants. Uh, last year was a total wreck fest. So. You're getting a guy that has a you know a good performing truck, he can get up to the front and he can win a race, and you can get him at 250 to one. Uh, that's a huge ticket you can cash in. Oh, there. Steve, Steve, I'm trying to place the bet right now on Jack Wood at uh, Casimo, which is Sugar House. Mm-hmm. It needs to be approved. Hmm. Oh. I feel you there, man. Here we go. We'll see. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Second one I, I added was, uh, again, you're going to be a little, hopefully this might be uh, reviewed as well. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Wayne self. Uh, so if you, if you want to not take the outrights, you can just take the top fives if you want. And those are more reasonable numbers that you might not get um, accused wrongly of trying to steal money <laughs> from the sports books. Um, also, Wayne Self runs a pretty pretty competitive on a weekly, weekly basis as well. He he kind of runs around where Haley Diggin does. I know they use unlike the offshore stuff. They usually have matchups with them involved. So Haley Diggin, I believe, is a hundred to one. So I mean, he's got a truck that's just not as competitive as Haley does, and I believe he qualified better as well. So. 250 to one. I, I added that. I'm not sure if that's even on the official card yet. So if you're listening live here, that's kind of an add on. All right. Got those two locked in. How you feeling, Rory? You like these plays? Absolutely. I was just looking at that now to see if Bat Rivers would take it versus Sugar House. The Jack Wood. I like that. He's in the GMS truck. So. <laughs> They're strong here. And I also like Jordan Anderson, top five, plus 1,200. Looks like he's got a fast truck. I got approved yeah, for $4. Right. I got approved for $4.91. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. that kind of week, unfortunately. But, yeah, Rory is correct about Jordan Anderson. He made it. The, the truck series is doing what the cup series is doing now. They're doing the whole round thing. And um, uh, Jordan Anderson made it to the, uh, the top 10 round. And I mean, he's like, he was in there with guys like Zane, John Hunter, uh, Chandler, Zane, you know, the, those guys, Husavar, the, 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 the regulars in there. So that, that truck has raw speed. So obviously the books actually reacted to this one. He's down to five, you know, plus five thousand. So if you got in at, at you know that number there, then you're in, in pretty good. Right. So- yeah, I also, I also like Zane Smith, plus one thousand. I mean, he won Daytona earlier this year. The Gillahan trucks are uh, pretty tough on restrictor plates, and Priest is in this race also. So I know uh, I know Zane was talking up Clearman on uh, XM radio earlier when I was listening. He said that the reason why he didn't punt Clearman is because he helped him to a win at Daytona, and he's going to help him to a win this weekend at Talladega. So I like that enthusiasm. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Anything else we should be looking at in the Sorry. trucks? Yeah. I have two more long shots. If you want to keep uh, trying to get banned, yeah, I have. I love getting banned. <laughs> I have Lawless Allen, uh, five hundred to one. I love that name. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, last year we were, on, we were on Lawless a little bit. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he pulled through for us last year, but uh, this, I mean, this year he's he's running competitive equipment. I don't, I don't understand this number. I've actually looked at. at his Daytona stats, and I believe he had two second place finishes, which is, you know, Daytona's the other super speedway. So if you can get it done at Daytona like that, there's no reason why he should be this long 
uh, you know, with, you know, in um, a niche truck. And niche trucks, you know, that's what kind of what Ross Chastain runs when he comes down to this series. So you, you put uh, a guy like, you know, Lawless Allen, not all that talented, but in that, in that truck at Talladega where there's so much randomness, that's uh, it's an amazing price in my opinion. Okay. Didn't qualify great. We can move up there, no problem at all in the draft. Hey, nowhere to go but up. That's it. And I, <laughs> I got one last uh, long shot. It's Clay uh, Clay Greenfield. Now, funny enough, he has no races this year run. So this this is kind of a one off event for him, I guess. Um, he won a race, I believe, in in twenty seventeen at Daytona. Maybe days I, I can't remember which one it was, but he, he has won a race, believe it or not, on the Super Speedway. Hmm. Um, he is one thousand to one. Now that's been adjusted a little bit since qualifying. He's down to um, two hundred. I would play that a, a little bit more lightly. I don't like. I don't love it as much. I mean, I, I'm loving the, um, you know, the. Dean Thompson, Austin Wayne South, Jack Wood territory a little bit more with those uh, more competitive trucks. But uh, hopefully we got in early on Clay. Um, you got in an incredible number at 1,001. Nice. Rory, what about you? You on board with these like anybody else? Um, somebody that I am thinking about is Tanner Gray, top five at – plus 500 or maybe his top three at plus 1100 for a little change i mean he's qualified 11th for the race shows me he has some speed you never know in these truck races i consider that pretty good odds for a guy that's in a pretty good damn truck what do you think steve yeah i mean um we saw Haley deegan last year run uh in the top five, I mean, she almost she almost won that race. She had a chance to win before wrecking out late. Um, I believe we were on Haley to win that race, actually. So we know Haley's so fucking hot. <laughs> I was just gonna make a joke about Steve wanting to be on Haley. That's, That's all you need to convince me. Well, all right. So he did finish fourth in date time. Yeah, you're talking about Tanner Gray, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did finish fourth earlier this year at Daytona, so that's a promising sign. Yeah, I like these trucks. I like the pace of these trucks. And Ryan Priest is um, the third guy with the DGR equipment, right? We've seen him have a bunch of success at the uh, intermediate tracks in that truck this year and and last year for that matter. I say fuck it. Let's roll with it. There you go. I love love the fuck it. Let's let's get (laughs) on Haley too. Shit. No, I might. Come on, Steve. We're not going to bet Haley, are we? Not at that price. Um, I privately bet Haley digging at 250 to one. That's just because you want to show. You just want to show her the ticket. I'm talking about Steve getting on Haley. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's that. Yeah, there we go. I can get on board with that. <laughs> All right, you ADD motherfuckers. Anything else in trucks? 
I um full transparency. Yeah. I took those outright wagers and I bet all of them for a top five just in case just in case one of them doesn't win. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just in case. I you know, I, I fully expect one of these two hundred and fifty or longer shots to hit though. So no worries. Okay. Good. Good. I love it. Anything else? We're I'm good. I think that uh, I think that about wraps trucks up. I mean, they are fun, but it's the freaking Talladega. It's just so. Let's hope for. You just got to pick some guys that you know are restrictor plate guys and roll with. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how you do every series for this. It's just take some long shots, take a few guys up front that that you think are going, going to do good. So I I was really impressed with the cup odds. I mean, I know we're going to come up on that here in a few, but I thought the cup odds were the best out of any of them this weekend. At least you're starting with the favorite at 12 to one, like fuck this damn seven to one shit. You know, <laughs> um, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, like yeah. anybody can win this race. It's been proven like, it, you've Steve's seen it. I've seen it in the past few years in the trucks. It's nuts how many of these damn crazy ass long shots that are winning. Give us some better odds, damn it. I think uh, Tate Fogelman won this race last year, didn't he? He was like he was like a hundred and one or something. Yeah, it was Tate Fogelman, and then let's go Brandon on damn <laughs> on damn Saturday evening. You remember? Fucking nuts. All right. Any any matchups for you, Ari? Because I don't have any oh, yeah. matchups. I don't see anything I liked because they're too juiced. <laughs> I have none. I don't need I, I don't really bet matchups on super speedways. I just take the odds and I'm gonna hit something that's gonna gonna at least get my money back hopefully. Yeah, like, I'm kind of the same. That's boat. all you can it's really all you can ask ask for. I mean if if you take a lot of the longer shots in this race, you could basically put up. I consider a unit a hundred dollars, whatever. Like I just keep it simple. Like divide it by whatever you want to to get it down to yours. But it's like I'd rather put two or three units up on the latter half of the field and. Maybe I'll get somebody that the books mess up on later in the race that maybe goes a lap down early, but you know they're going to get their lap back, and then you get them at really good odds or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're moving away from trucks. We're heading over to Xfinity. Steve, what are we looking at in Xfinity? All right, so we got uh, we got Austin Hill in a nice number early on this week. Uh, we got him at plus a thousand on DraftKings. I believe it's down to plus eight hundred. Um, Austin Hill, good news for us. Uh, he put it on the poll today, and believe it or not, his odds have not budged. So at plus eight hundred, you're now able to bet him. Um, at the same odds as they were a couple of days ago. So hmm. that's good. If you haven't gotten that in yet, I would definitely still play that at plus 800. RCR was um, very, very, very fast in qualifying today. Um, the two RCR cars, um, Creed and Hill, Hill qualified on the pole, and um, 
Creed, uh, Sheldon Creed qualified third. So I, I was just I was just telling Phil earlier on tonight. I, I'm. Well, we don't say that well, name. He's, he's dead to us now. We don't say that. Name. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's uh, in another 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 place right now. But <laughs> he'll be all right though. No, nope. uh, what were you saying? I, I, I was just telling him how fast these RCR cars oh, are, and gotcha, um, gotcha. I haven't made this bet yet. But um, along with Austin Hill, I wouldn't mind putting some some money on Sheldon Creed fifteen to one. Uh, we're seeing all the speed that we've seen out of Austin Hill. That's going to translate right over there to uh, Sheldon Creed. If we've already seen it, he qualified third, so. Those are probably my two two of my more favorite outrights this week. Um, I can continue. Do you want to just list my whole outrights here? Or? Sure, why not? And then we'll kick it over to Rory to see what he thinks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We, we talked about him a little bit earlier, uh, about 10 minutes ago, I guess. Uh, Brandon Brown, 40 to 1. Um, this uh, type of racing suits his style really well. He always seems to be up there in the mix. Um, he won, I believe it actually was, yeah, it was, it was Talladega. Um, so he get no reason why he can't repeat that. Uh, the, the car is competitive. Uh, it seems like anybody who gets in that car, I believe it was Chris Wright, uh, this, this week or, you know, the past couple of weeks that he's been getting some, some sponsorship and running that car. He ran really, really well. So no reason why that can't happen again this week for Brandon Brown. And, um, Moving down again, Anthony Alfredo is my next play at 40-1 to 1 as well. Anthony Alfredo is sneaky good uh, on these plate tracks, actually. I, I still call them plate tracks. Um, looking at the numbers for Alfredo, he ranks out fifth. And when it comes to looking at my track history, um, sixth last year, um, 13th, 2020, and sixth, in the first race in 2020 for uh, Alfredo, fast pasta. So that I mean that's a lot. That's some good consistency. So he he's got a competitive car. He runs up front and uh, forty to one is super generous. And my final three, we are taking some more moon shots. Um, we're taking Josh Williams. Uh, he is five hundred to one. Ooh, he's ooh, ooh. I love his hair. <laughs> it's awesome. His wife miss- also has a his wife also has a fat ass too. <laughs> I'm Googling now, I baby. More research on Josh Williams, it sounds like. Yeah. Outside you need to check her out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna do that as soon as the show ends, actually. Yeah. Haley's like nineteen year old skinny hasn't fully produced and then yeah check it out <laughs> all right man uh, so i got i got josh williams he's in a competitive car I, I i think it's dgm equipment so that's more than enough to get it done here for uh you know crazy race like talladega mm-hmm. um mason massey i got 500 to one uh Similar, similar situation to Josh Williams. Same equipment, same ability to get to the front and win a race. So, short analysis on that. Um, David Starr is my final long shot, uh, one thousand to one. He is in the SSR Greenlight Racing equipment. 
And that is a companion car to the equipment Cole Custer has been running this year when he's been dropping down. Joe Graff is in that car. And Joe Graff has actually been showing up a little bit more the past couple of weeks. So we know the speed in these cars. And David, I mean, David Starr is not a, not a guy you want to jump all over. But if you're, if you're putting, uh, if you're sprinkling, then, you know, 1,001 is, is, is a fun one. So you have a man crush on Joe Graff, don't you? Uh, that's not that's not how I would put it. <laughs> I mean, I like I like watching the guy wreck. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about how many times we made fun of him wrecking, and now here we are talking about taking it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I see what you're saying. I mean he's definitely got more speed. It doesn't mean he's going to finish the race. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's a bad pick at all. Shit. Like, anything can happen here. Anything can happen here. Look at Daytona earlier this year. Like, you go to bed, didn't even watch the end of the race because I was like, I got to get my freak on. So, we're... <laughs> Fuck the race. I turned it off. I wake up the next morning and I'm like, holy hell, what in the hell happened last night? So I had to pull it back up on YouTube, rewatch every damn thing right there at the end because I had no clue what had happened. I was like, Timmy Hills and what? And <laughs> I'm like, holy hell, what a shit show. But it's also awesome for the small guys, I think. That's that's my thing about it. Like I love seeing those small players rise up when when the playing field's equal. Rory, that's not the first time you woke up in the morning and said, "What the hell happened last night?" Though. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So like, we- even if even if I go out of town, I have a babysitter because my wife's like <laughs> one of you motherfuckers is keeping up with him because I'm not getting that phone call. We got Steve's place. Why don't you give us yours, Rory? Y'all don't, y'all don't have that happen. I haven't been arrested in a while. According, according to the paper. Well, I ain't I've, talking. I ain't talking about even being arrested. I'm just talking about being like missing for a few days. Or some <laughs> shit, you know, like I had to look. Like, at, oh man, you're crazy. I had to look at Canadian <laughs> officials and say, "No, I've never been arrested." Cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome right there. I love it. I fucking love it. All right. So what I'm rolling with is Trevor Bain plus 850. Love it. Like he won Daytona in the Wood Brothers car. So I think he knows how to get around restrictor plates and he's in a pretty damn good car. I, I think, I mean, if we didn't have a dumbass driving it last week, we might've won, won a little change with jhn last week i mean it it's amazing in the xfinity series the shit show that you possibly could witness on the week to week and that's why i'm taking this guy again this week i'm like sam mayor plus 1200 i know the guy can win somewhere why not just take him at talladega where a lot of first-time winners happen i mean he 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 can keep up with with anybody here he's ran good at restrictor plates 
he just he needs to get a win so he can get that damn monkey off of his damn back because it's more like a damn gorilla on his back. It ain't even a damn monkey. It's so damn heavy. He needs to quit doing dumb shit. Like, seriously, Bristol, that was stupid. Absolutely stupid. And then we got Brandon Brown plus 4,000. I'm with y'all on this one all the way. Let's go. Harry's Lemonade's back on the car this week. We're back in the 68. Motherfucker's going to have a rocket ship. Watch him come up through there and get on get on with it. He, he's been pretty impressive on, on the restrictor plate tracks, in my opinion. I mean, he's ran up front. He, even at Atlanta, he, he ran really well. So, roll with him. And then top three, Josh Berry, plus 300. I, th- I think that I think that car is gonna gonna be good, and I think Josh Berry's a guy that has raced enough restrictor plates. He's getting a little bit more used to him, and he's in the fast fast car. So I think he's gonna play it play it good throughout the race. Get a good finish, like the top three could win the race, but I'd rather just take the plus three hundred on him. Riley Herbst, top three, plus 450. Absolutely. You never know what Riley Herbst is going to do, but he's in a fast race car. So let's just take him top three. Probably probably will not win the race, but I'm expecting a shit show at the end. He's your guy. Somehow, if he's not part of the shit show, he ends up moving up spots and advancing in the race. So give me Riley Hurts. Then top five, we got to go with Brandon Brown here, plus <laughs> 500. Like, we're just going all in on let's go, Brandon. I hope <laughs> damn Larry's lemonade car gets in there. And we got to go with a little Timmy Hill plus 3,500 top five. So that's. Basically, it might add a few more tomorrow, might not, might just wait live betting. You do much live betting, Rory? Do you have much success at that? Yeah, I love it. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, that I haven't liked it a whole lot here lately because it's more it's more to your advantage on higher wear tire tracks and tires that don't blow up versus <laughs> Tires that blow up and the tires don't wear out neither. So, all right, Steve, any thoughts on Roy's car? Do you, you a fan, or is there any plays we should be looking for, or maybe avoiding? According to you, I like. I'm trying to develop a little conflict here, boys. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand. Um, I mean, I, I'm a little confused on why Riley Herbst is priced the same as uh, Sheldon Creed. Um, I I didn't do a whole lot of research on on Riley Herbst. The car wasn't. Um, all that you know great on raw speed i saw i saw him qualifying but i mean that's just qualifying you can't really gauge any too much off of that he might be setting the thing up for, for more handling um who knows um yeah i just haven't done a whole lot of research on that but, but it, Timmy might, Hill is a guy. it might it might be a lot better odds on him now honestly like i hadn't even looked at i i got i got the live odds up in front of me and it's it's the same, so. Okay, well, cool. 
Um, the Jimmy Hill play I like. Um, I saw he qualified 35th. I don't know if there's anything wrong with the with the car or anything. Do you know anything about that? Is it is the is the car good? Because I I want to play him in DFS. And I'm, I'm gonna say I don't think there's anything um, wrong with the car. I think it's just one of those things where he probably can race with them, but he can't qualify on his own. It's more of a race trim mm-hmm. car than it is a qualifying car. Right, and that's kind of what I was thinking. It's the same thing with uh, you know Riley Herbst. So yeah, if that's all it is, I'm perfectly happy with uh, jumping on Timmy Hill this weekend. Timmy Hill is always going to be up there at the end. He he doesn't have a whole large inventory of race cars to deal. You know, to kind of just wreck whenever he feels like he, he, these cars are are really precious to this guy because he, he, he this is an underfunded team so. He likes to take care of his equipment. He does a very good job of it. So backing guys like that are, is a good idea on weekends like this. It's not that they play it too safe. You don't think? I mean, I think you can play, you can play it safe all, all the way up until you know the, at least the second half of the race, and then you can kind of make start making your moves. I got gotcha. you. So. Right. Anything else on Xfinity, the matchups or, or anything like that we need to look at? I, I played my top fives the same way I played the trucks. I kind of just took my outrights, except I, I didn't play any Austin Hill top five because I, I feel like this is an all-in situation for you know a guy with plus 800 odds. If I'm going to take somebody with that short of odds at a plate track, I'm trying to take him to win. I think Austin Hill, as long as he doesn't wreck, he should have the fastest car and he should win the race. So. I personally personally stayed completely on the outright there. Okay. But some other top five that took was uh, Alfredo, uh, Massey, Josh Williams, and David Starr. So those are my top five plays, all respectively alongside the outrights. What about no you, matchups. No, nothing. What about you, Rory? What else you got? Anything? No, I'm just ready to move on to Cup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So before we do that, let's take a little breather here. Let's give everybody a chance to listen to a sponsor here. Take a take a quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And we are back talking cup. All right, Steve, what are we looking at in the cup series? All right, so we talked about the uh, who sponsors the cup race. It's, uh, it's a Yellowwood 500, and there's no car with this sponsor on it, so we don't need to take that narrative <laughs> just to get that out of the way. Good, so good. we are going. I'm going to start the card out with Bubba Wallace, um, 18 to one. I'm I'm confused on this line because Bubba Wallace has been pretty much the guy when it comes to plate racing, you know, restrictor, restrictor, whatever, whatever you want to call it, racing. Um, the last couple years, uh, he, this is the race he won last year due to the rain. But with that in mind, I still think his car was fast enough. If he needed to, he could, he could have charged up there and won the race naturally as well. Really strong in Atlanta this year uh, with that, you know, that super speedway configuration now that that faces the drivers. I mean, every week, Bo Wallace is always, it feels like he's always running inside the top two rows. And now you're getting him at 18 to 1. And, and Bo has been better past month or two on the other racetracks. So there's no reason why, like, he should be 18 to one. And um, I feel very strongly about that play. So I'm going to start my card there. And um, from there, I'm going to go down to Eric Jones, uh, 30 to one. This is not something that's new to people that are that know NASCAR this week. I mean, everybody's on Eric Jones. He's Eric Jones has been strong the past few weeks. Um, he could have won. Um he could have won this year on a plate track. I can't remember if it was Daytona or if it was Talladega, but bottom line is Eric Jones knows how to maneuver the drafts on the plate on the super speedways. So the car's car's good. He's got one rent, you know, he's won this year already, so he's got that off his back. Uh, this could be a situation where he he's not in the playoffs, so he doesn't have to go you know win stages, race to win stage, you know, points. He's strictly going for the win, and 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 that's kind of the theme I want to back in the in in this weekend as a whole. It's it's kind of taking guys that don't need to worry about racing for stage wins. You know, things get crazy when you race for stages, and if you just, if you kind of ride around a little bit and wait for your time to strike, uh, the nine the play the guys that are not in the playoffs can do that. So that Eric's another one of those guys, and. We're going to take another Eric. We're going to take uh, Eric Amarola plus 3,000. 3, 3, and this is kind of um, a guy I like to back uh, with the Ford camp. Uh, Amarola had a, sh- a very good stretch of uh, consistent finishes at the super speedways. And honestly, he's been better at Talladega specifically. So I feel like he can definitely get it done. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse. Has been surprisingly good. Uh, so plus four thousand for him. Uh, we always think of Ricky as a, a aggressive racer when it comes to the plate tracks, and this is definitely a situation where you can get it done. Um, Justin Haley was seventy five to one that we put out earlier on in the week. 
really good restrictor plate racer in Haley in the Xfinity Series. Uh, he's moving over to the Cup Series now in a competitive car. Uh, that that number is way too long. I think fifty to one is too long. And um, my my two long shots for the Cup Series are Harrison Burton and Todd Gilliland. They were two hundred to one. They're now one fifty to one, but that's still too long. Burton was running near the front at Daytona this year uh, before he got flipped on his lid. Uh, he, you know, he's been running good for the most part. He's in a Ford. I, I like Ford a lot this weekend. And uh, Todd Gillen's kind of the same situation. He was inside the top 10 at a couple of the two super speedways this year. He's more than capable of winning this race. So those are my outrights for the race. All right, man. Rory, break it down, Wayne. What you got? Um, I like the Bubba Wallace play eighteen hundred. It it's crazy what they put on him this week versus what they had put on him in like the previous two plate races. Exactly. I, I do really like that pick, and I'm with you on Haley all the way. Like that'd be pretty cool if Justin Haley won. I like Justin Haley. I don't know where that most hated chart sheet that jenna fryer sent out earlier this week or whatever and and he was on that and i was like why the hell does everybody hate justin haley i i don't know i I think he's a pretty tough little racer and he did does do very well on restrictor plate so like him um eric jones also agree on it (laughs) it's crazy the same it's basically the same people that that you're on um, as far as seeing just early early value just to take before practice. I mean, I'm sure I'll add somebody on. I like Corey LaJoy at the 100. Um, that that would be my just long shot. I hope he wins, and he has done decent on, on the plate tracks as far mm-hmm. as actually even being up there and running running up front with those guys, not just – showing up at the end and just Rex bring him up there and bring him up there and everybody has a shot. I mean, he he actually has a chance on plate. So those, those would be be my plays. I mean, it they didn't really show a whole lot of value on top tens in my opinion as far as like if I really wanted to play somebody top ten as a long shot it it just isn't there this week as far as the they downsized the odds on top tens, I think, dramatically. Are they is, are they protecting themselves? Yeah, I think after they got messed up by a guy we know, Colin, they they don't like those top tens <laughs> anymore. Oh, Steve, when look, you get, look at what you're doing. You're breaking them, Steve. You're 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 gonna make them go bankrupt. I, I wish it was me. I mean, I wish I was a guy that won a million dollars on a on a parlay for the top ten, but that wasn't me, unfortunately. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Colin, what he won like what a hundred, hundred k, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think it was like one hundred fifty five thousand dollars or something like that. That that was so five dollars cool. and yeah. thirteen. Can you imagine you just be sitting there like, shit, I can get fucked up a whole lot now. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> way more than before. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How long would you live, Rory, on that kind of money? Shit, I'm gonna live to be like I'm gonna see the end of the world. Oh, okay, okay, definitely. I figured I'd give you like yeah. six months if you had that kind of money to blow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you got to be moderate. You know, you got to be moderate. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It, 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 you got progress. You can't do it all at one time. <laughs> you got to let your body adjust a little bit, right? Absolutely. You, you just got to get built up. It's an immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. So Rory doesn't find any value in the top 10. So do you find any value, Steve? Yeah, I have a little bit of value in the top threes as well. So same strategy as I took in um, the trucks and Xfinity races. Kind of just shot the odds a little bit. Just took what was the best numbers. And I found that to be Eric Jones plus 900 for a top three. Uh, Stenhouse uh, plus eleven hundred for a top three, and uh, Harrison Burton is plus six thousand for a top three, and FanDuel still. Last time I looked, uh, some a little strategy I like to use sometimes is kind of uh, kind of stack the manufacturers a little bit when it comes to plays like the top fives and whatnot. With the super speedways, you're going to have manufacturers pitting together, working together, you know, drafting together. So kind of, I would kind of recommend if you're doing any like parlays or anything, kind of uh, take a look at taking, you know, the, a bunch of Fords or maybe a bunch of Chevys or Toyotas all together and maybe parlay, parlay. If you want to do parlays, parlay them all together or like, you know, take the same guys in, in same manufacturer for top fives or top tens. So Rory, I see you shaking your head. Do you, you do you parlay much? Is that kind of a strategy you look at maybe? Well, or how do you do yeah it? i've had i've had a few parlays on matchups like i don't know i just roll with who the hell i think is going on <laughs> i mean steve steve probably remembers that what eight team i hit at dover what happened at dover? Was eight. remember i hit that damn eight team parlay on caesar's ass it was an eight eight matchup parlay at Dover. No, I don't remember that. And one. I had and, and I had Chase Elliott to win the race. God oh, damn. Yeah. Well, so it sounds like it pays out pretty well. Huh? You, you'll have to show me that ticket if you still, if you still got it. I I think I missed yeah, that. I will. I'll pull, um, I'll pull it. I'll pull it up for you and show it to you. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. I think only one I really had to worry about. It was one. I have to go back. I'll pull it up and look at it, but I only got it by one spot. It Ooh. was it was so damn close, <laughs> but the but the rest of them I fucked them up. <laughs> I'd have that ticket at the at the head of my bed so I could see it while I'm making love. You know that's. <laughs> oh shit! I was I was watching the race on my iPad at work. It was beautiful. I was like I was like I was like fuck work. I'm leaving. This I just want like. I just won like twenty five hundred dollars. Y'all can kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Anything else, guys? Yeah. We need to talk about in this race, or you know, life or anything? Yeah, I have my top ten plays, but again, they're kind of repeats for just just in case they don't yeah. win the race. Um, what you got? 
Ty Dillon, um, I believe plus 650 is still available on FanDuel for him. I mean, his top 10 consistency is absolutely ludicrous. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I mean, I think it was hitting at a ridiculous clip for top 10s. I mean, Ty Dillon's a guy that doesn't really like to win uh, at, the, at the super speedways. But like, like you said, Arch, um, he's, he's a guy that kind of plays it too safe. Oh, okay. So I don't have him to win, even though he's a long shot. But I do have him for this top 10 finish because I do believe he does continue to play it too safe and not go for the win. But, you know, he's probably going to stay inside that top 10. I like that play. I think that's a really good play on top 10, actually. Yeah, 650. Absolutely. Yeah, so if you got FanDuel, go ahead over there and, and get your, your wager in. Um, Todd Gerland, plus 600. Um, and Harrison Burton again, plus 600. Um, so I guess we're really kind of heavy on uh, Harrison Burton, but the odds are, the value is so good. I just can't hold back. And I do have some matchups for the Cup Series. Oh, yeah, man. Showing. Lay it on us. So I saw some value um, on the matchups in the Cup Series. I have Austin Dillon over Tyler Reddick. You can actually get him at plus money. And Austin Dillon's been super good. At the uh, super speedways historically, um, Tyler Reddick is kind of he's out of the playoffs now, um, and, and they're both out of the playoffs. But I, I would consider Austin Dillon kind of, to kind of be the better guy on super speedways than Reddick, and getting him kind of as a dog. So plus one hundred there. I, I saw Rory's thumb going up, so he may have a comment. That, yeah, do it. That that. That was my favorite featured matchup on the mm. Wednesday night Twitter Spaces show, the NASCAR Gambling um, Twitter Spaces show. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely right. love it. Like he's been, like you said. I mean, you broke it down. He's been up there. Oh, he he runs really well on restrictor plates. I mean, yeah. we all know that. It it it. I love it. All right. So we agree on that one. And um, next one, I got, um, we got a guy here that uh, hasn't really shown a whole lot of prowess uh, at the super speedways recently, but it's Denny Hamlin over Kyle Larson. And it feels like every time I come on this show, I'm fading Kyle Larson and Rory's not happy, but I got to take our our guy Hamlin over here over Larson. When you think of um, these are two guys that completely just, uh, Strengths are totally, totally different when it comes to this type of racing. I mean, Denny Hamlin's going to have been the guy on super speedways, and Larson's going to have been the total opposite. He's kind of he, he's struggled at this type of racing, and he 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 even admits to it himself. So if he does, if he's not confident, then <laughs> I can't be confident in him either. I agree with you on this. I mean, you can't go you can't go against Denny Hamlin on the super speedways. He's He's one of the top five best. I'm, he, he probably is the best nowadays as far as he does know how to get his way through the field. He, he, it doesn't matter where he's running. He can get up there to the front eventually. He's very good at reading the draft. I mean, I, Larson did have some good speed here in, in the spring at Talladega, but I can't figure out why the hell he keeps blowing motors at super speedways. Do you right. know that? 
It, it happens constantly with him. It's not just the super speedways either. It, it happened once. I can't remember where it was, but it was definitely at, at some sort of intermediate track. And uh, just, it's, it's definitely a big question mark. Yeah, I mean, um, you see that fast. Darlington, I think it happened, wasn't it? Not Maybe it wasn't this year. Maybe it was last yeah, year. But... Yeah. Well, the Darlington race, he did spin out and go backwards and yeah. didn't keep the tires locked up. So... I can understand that blown motor from the motor going backwards, but it it seems like here even even last year at the restrictor plates, I know he blow blowed at least one motor, if not two, and then this year he blew up earlier, and didn't he didn't he blow up at Daytona too? No shit. Uh this I believe he did, yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying this to figure year. out what the hell is the difference in the way that he's driving the race car or what they got going on that's making the car blow up because he did have speed and finished, what, third, fourth, whatever the hell it was and earlier this year when uh, Denny Hamlin made that funny-ass meme <laughs> of him wrecking, wrecking everybody and had to oh, yeah, he got fined and whatnot. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It it's just a weird question. It's like, why the hell is he blowing up so many times on the super speedways? Is it the gear ratio? Like they play, they're playing with it or what, and just turning too many RPMs constantly? Or yeah, is Hendrick Motorsports has as a whole, that whole team has been struggling with their engines because they're, they, they, I think the most recent intermediate track, Larson had a pit for the engine problem. I think William Byron or some, some somebody from that team said they're, they're having issues with the motor. And I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that team, but yeah, it's definitely a concern. Yeah, especially a race like this where, I mean, you're yeah. running, running wide open. 500 miles, yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, so, yeah, my, my third matchup, uh, it's Brad Kozlowski with Daniel Suarez. Uh, I know Phil wrote an article on this, and he he, I, he reminded me that he mentioned that there, you know, Brad's got six wins at this racetrack. So Daniel Suarez isn't a guy that I really think of when it comes to uh, super speedway racing, and Brad Kozlowski definitely is, and he's in a Ford. I think Ford's kind of excel a little bit more at Talladega. Uh, I think uh, handling is a little bit less important at Dega than Daytona. And I, I think Fords have the horsepower for sure uh, compared to the field here. You on board, Rory? I totally think Brad could win this race mm. on, yeah. on Sunday. I mean, you might see your fourth winner or whatever coming into this that is not even in the playoffs and then the guy that won last week isn't even really in the playoffs anymore neither so yeah you got like a full sweep rolling in i i could possibly he i think he's gonna be good he just i don't know what it is about him sometimes he gets too aggressive too early it it's kind of like, all right, dude, just chill out for a little while. And we know you have a fast race car and 
quit wrecking people on yeah. super speedways. That's my only thing with him. Well, if he's wrecking others, he's not wrecking himself, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that that always works. All right, Steve. What else? I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like oh Michael McDowell minus one twenty over Ty Gibbs. Just scrolling through, you got a guy that consistently finishes in the top ten on super speedways, and has one on there versus a basically a rookie in the new car and is mm-hmm. kind of learning his way through this car versus a guy that. I want to go win this race because I know I have a shot to win this race. Yeah, I think McDowell is definitely a guy that you can you can uh, count on to kind of be there at the end of the race. Um, like I uh, was talking about earlier with uh, the importance of, of, that, of, of that happening in a, in a race like this. I mean, McDowell is always kind of just waiting until uh, it's time to strike is there. And um, he, he, he's very smart. So I, I like McDowell. Uh, Ty Gibbs is, is still a hothead, unfortunately. We've seen that last week. And he kind of just, uh, you know, he's a little bit uh, too emotional, I think, still on the racetrack. Like, that's not a good thing at this type of racing. So, All right. But that's going to do it for me. All right, Rory, what else? Any more value, man, to be squeezed out of this race? Um... I don't know. I don't really like taking a lot of matchups no. and just complete shit shows, but I could see the Austin Cindric minus one fifteen over Christopher Bell is kinda interesting. I think Cindric's like Yeah, gonna be up there like and won earlier this year on the on the plate. He he has ran well in the Xfinity series, so I I, I kind of like that. Bell Bell seems to be going the opposite direction. Not saying he might not just show up and have a lucky day, but I don't re- really consider him as a plate guy. No, plate he, guy. Whatever. He's in trouble this week because he's he's no longer able to kind of uh, play it safe. He's he's in a hole in the playoffs, so he's going to have to race really hard for these stage points. So he's going to be putting himself in really dangerous positions. So, yeah, I, I like that as well. For, unfortunately, our uh, championship uh, bet there is kind of in danger Oh, next two weekends with Bell. I think he's, he's really going to play this – as can I get some stage points or just make it out of it? Not especially if the if it starts becoming a shit show and he makes it through it. Now you're talking about just less cars on the lead lap and and I it doesn't matter if I go for wreckers or checkers at the end of the race if it makes it to the white flag and I have a shot or you just keep advancing, and this is where I'm going to finish is right here. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really I, – I, like I like the format of everything except I kind of like the old style of the last 10 races where they at least did a point system all the way through. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, the format's going to be uh, always uh, kind of controversial. Uh, people want uh, strictly points racing the you know, whole season, like IndyCar, like Formula One, but NASCAR is going to be like, and we, we want drama. And uh, we've definitely had drama this year with for more than one reason. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll always pick the wrong, they'll, yeah. they'll always pick the wrong one, right? They always go the, the wrong way. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah. Anything else on the weekend we need to keep an eye out? Royers, you said you like to live bet. Are you keeping an eye on any drivers? If you see, if you like what you see, are you going to hit them live or are you just kind of just play it, play it as it feels? It, it's just one of those things. Like at a, at a race like this, if I'm a live bet, it's going to be towards the third stage. It's not going to be early on just because, yeah. oh, wow, that truck looks really strong. Lay off of that. I'm I'm looking to live bet if I have lost some of my drivers early on or <laughs> okay. I Ch- get chase really it. good value. Ch- chase it. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on somebody here. Like I'm not not really looking at Talladega to cash in. It's more of the other tracks. You want to watch lap times and different things like that. Sometimes the books sleep. They don't pay attention. Mm. Like it. Like it. Yeah, they don't pay attention until <clears throat> until the uh, commentators start talking about the guy that's uh, flying to the front, and then all of a sudden you <laughs> see uh, the odds plummet on the guy. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, you got to look at. You got to be ahead of them. You got to keep up with the lap times. Just yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's somebody. It's somebody that you're eyeing. Obviously, you're like, all right. Who's back there that I think has a good car or makes adjustments throughout the race Yeah, that are better than other people's adjustments? And Chase Elliott is like the perfect example of taking driver's lap during a normal NASCAR race. Like, I can almost guarantee you Mm -hmm. every win that Chase Elliott has had this year you could have gotten better odds during the race than you could have before the race. Or post-qualifying practice, because the guy never does well in practice of qualifying. Yep, absolutely. Nice. All right, boys, let's start wrapping this up then. Um, and there's nothing else to talk about, right? We, we, we The cupboard's bare. We found all the value that, to be found. Yeah, that's... Uh... All right. For me, I mean, I'm taking Martin Truex Jr. to win the poll. I don't know if Rory has any poll picks, but uh, that's kind of the one guy I'm on for the poll. William Byron, plus 1,200. Rolling with that. There you go. All right, man. Rory, it was fun hanging out with you without Phil dragging the whole thing down. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's going to he be back on next week. me a message. Shit. He said He's asking me, he, he asked me right now any ads and uh uh tell him to, I, I tell him to listen they, to the show steve tell him to listen to yeah. the damn show yeah i know right i mean give us some respect around here right <laughs> <laughs> oh man rory so much fun hanging out with you dude i love it i love it steve oh hell yeah, yeah. i'm always down to come on okay. anytime steve you know i love hanging out with you man we've been doing it for over a year now has it been that long? Mm-hmm. Time just flies and you're having fun, man. Let me tell you. Hey, talk to you boys down the road. Yes, sir. 
information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.